Go ahead. West Orange Pop. West of the Rockies. Hi, this is Art Bell. Oh, that was a weird show. <laughs> the For my money, nothing beats cuffed pants. How about the old Tom Snyder days? Tom Snyder, was, he did a good job on, what was it, 9 to midnight? That was one of my first jobs. Same. Uh, there's a there's a old brownie Facebook page, Brown graduates. Yeah. And somebody put the question out there yesterday or the day before. What was your first job immediately out of Brown? And everybody's going. I was in Iowa. I went down to Mankato. I was you know here there <laughs> everywhere Iowa. And I just put Garage Logic and Steve Audie, my one of the first sales guys I ever worked for. He said, "It's a good gig if you can get it, or, or you landed on your feet, or whatever it was." Not having to move to bumble shit. Cronforce told me in the interview, he said, uh, you're going to, you know, he said uh, Bemidji and Iowa and uh, Nebraska. And I said, no, I'm not doing any of that, Mike. I'm (laughs) staying right here. And he just, he, you know, he was adamant that I was going to have to move around. And he was amazed when I uh, stopped going to school because I already had a job at 1500. (laughs) I just quit going. You're the most cynical person I've ever met, he said. And then you looked at him and said, yes, that's accurate. <laughs> and your point is? Yes, yeah. <laughs> What's your point? Oh, that was fun, though, on Lake Street. Going, It was just a great. All it was is you just practiced radio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the guy that hired me is still working here, Chris Melvitt. And his wife is a huge Garage Logic fan. I know that name. He is the. You, uh, you'd know him if you saw him. Yeah, he's the news yeah. guy. He's got white hair, glasses. He's right by at the top of the ramp to go into the newsroom. That's his office. He's in charge of equipment and stuff like that. Okay. He's a good guy. Mamacita. I, uh, I got to know him because uh, I used to get all the emails from the newsroom because we'd use their news, their sound oh, bites right. and stuff. Yep. And he didn't know who I was. So finally one day he just put, who the hell is this John Height guy? And then <laughs> then like he, him. he showed up at one of our, I think that one of the golf things down at, uh, when we do the golf show. Yeah. And uh, he walked up to me and he apologized. He said, I, I know who you are. I, I just didn't realize who you were. <laughs> Okay. Thanks, Chris. I know you by face, not by name. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> it's like up here. I know how to get there. I just don't know the roads and streets that I'm using. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> For $1 million, Joe, who is Chris Melvin? Approve sign-in. The commies will never hack into this system. I can barely get into it, and I know the passwords. <laughs> Mamacita, donde está Santa Claus? What? We need ads. We need I'll get that. What do you got, Mamacita? 
Chris, what are you doing? Talking to Mrs.? Yeah. And I have your ads when you're ready. Are you ready? Frat Grund Precision. Polly also had a little trouble making the sign of the cross. <laughs> well, like We're on this. The council. Well, like this. I don't care. Well, I'm just. I'm <clears throat> <laughs> she's going to be an entertainer is what she's going to be you're going to try to send her down the uh, college path and uh, but she's going to be out doing open stages and auditioning and just like grandpa and i want to do a podcast in. she's marching in and she says to her mimi he says hey did you bring the suckers? And then it keeps walking. <laughs> oh, God. It's cheap entertainment. <laughs> okay. Fred, precision. Frat Grun Precision. Are we done with the holiday auction? Yes. Kid looked like she was in Hamas. The holiday auction is done, but it's just in time for the new holiday auction. Ah. Then I got the oldest grandkid I got. He shows up last night. He decided to come up here to t he took the train. Yuck. And he left Chicago at 3 o'clock. I picked him up at 11.15. I said, you oh. could have taken that bike you stole from me, and you could have been here two hours ago. Wow. And he wanted to get it out of his system. And I said, let me ask you something. It was dark the whole time. He goes, yeah, I didn't, I didn't weigh that in there. <laughs> I thought it'd be pretty neat coming up the river from La Crosse. I said, yeah, but that was, what, 10 o'clock at night? And he goes, yeah, I kind of missed that. <laughs> How's he getting know. home? He's flying home tonight. He had to go up to the lake for his father and check some stuff. What'd he drive up there? He drive Jen's car? Yep. I said, Do you know how to drive a stick well enough to take this car? And he said, I probably shouldn't take it. So I said, Okay, take take the other one. 
Well, at least he he wouldn't do what I would do. Like, yeah, I, 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 got, I, got, it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Go all the way up there in second. <laughs> yes. Rook, yeah. Rook, yeah. I need sound story, zero res, and Masonic. Sound story, zero res, and Masonic. Johnny North American, Kenny Seafoam today. I've got uh, blues. Elk River school board members. You ready? I got a lot of stuff. <clears throat> wait, wait, no. What else? Elk Grab River. my coattails. Elk River school board members are uh, punished if they're pro-parents. Are you bringing up the kid that we uh, didn't give any time to? What else? I got St. Paul is giving away 500 bucks on this free income program, and it, it's not really working out that well. What else? I've got a Pennsylvania school board president sworn in on pornographic books. That's another, oh, I saw that. <laughs> that's another occasion when you say, no, no, go away. What do you mean, like penthouse letters, the no, uh, gay, abridged guy? Books and stuff. Are you ever going to bring up the, the little snafu we had with the White House staffer trying to film a gay? He got fired. Yeah. Uh, I, I Isn't that just so? It's and he's outraged that he got fired. Yeah, he's. He said it's because people hate gay people. Oh, of course. Uh, I, I don't I, I don't think that's it. Yeah, I, I don't think that's why you lost your job, son. <clears throat> that uh, falls under the, what, what's, Joe say, the moral and ethical decline. Yeah. I've got a, a guy who uh, asked chat GP. Is that what it's called? GPT. Yeah. Chat GPT, G, whatever that is, to design the state flag. And the answer he got is uncanny for what they came up with. Uh, oh, somebody tagged us in the, the bio for the kid that we were talking about yesterday. He, yeah. he, he ain't a GLer. Probably he not. He put a mask on his snowman and said, get vaccinated every time. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. A friend sent me a picture of that. <laughs> Ready, bro? Yeah. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1,212, December 19th, 2023. 52 degrees was the high on this day. That was back in 1923. And it was 29 below on this day as recently, recently. as 1983. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. And now, from the years office ago. above yep. the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, yep. it's Garage Logic yep. with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. Here's a guy. <laughs> Hello? Here's a guy who. Uh, the new state flag has been chosen. It has been tinkered with. This topic it seems. Has been ruined. <laughs> this topic seems keen in the minds of GLers, not only here, but around the country. So she chose it baseball for me. That's right. The new flag, uh, or the flag, I guess, will be 
a dark blue field on the left and a pale blue field on the right. And the dark blue field is the letter, is it shaped like a K, which we're supposed to understand uh, mimics the, uh, the map of the state. And on the dark blue field, half of the flag is the star. It's a uh, one, two, four, eight-pointed star. And that's it. It's a dark blue field on the left and a light blue field on the right and a star. What do the eight points on the star represent? Nothing, nothing. Doesn't represent anything. Or does it mean something? Uh, The eight-point star is not unique to Minnesota and appears in settings across the globe, but the group redesigning the flag hopes it becomes known as the Minnesota star. I guess the North Star wasn't good enough. We have to have our own star, so it's the Minnesota star. Uh, This is an even worse option than the one we were arguing about yesterday. Well, here's the beauty, uh, Ken, Kenny. Uh, I listened to to yesterday's show, Joe, and I I think I understand where you're coming from. Well, no, here's the beauty, Ken. It still says Minnesota. He's called you four different things in the last 20 (laughs) seconds. Here's the beauty. It still says Minnesota in two ways, in the shape and in the star, said Commission Chair Lewis Fitch, a brand marketer heavily involved in the quest for a new banner to represent Minnesota. Minnesota is water. Minnesota is rivers. Minnesota is this star. Here's the shape of Minnesota. We don't have to write Minnesota anymore. This is Minnesota. Well, you probably don't have to write Minnesota anymore because there's not a public school kid in this state who could spell it. The legislator set up the panel and tasked it with selecting a new state flag and seal before the year. See, the DFL was worried that the old flag was too cluttered and insensitive to some groups. Well, no, not insensitive to some uh, groups, we don't know just that. to Native Americans, uh, which they said. Uh, so here we go. We got her now, and she's a, she's a beauty. And uh, she's living, a beauty, Clark. Living high off the flag. Oh, now. Uh, oh. Is there a point? Can we almost treat this like we're in the middle of the third quarter of an NFL game? Can I can I go like this and say, hey, uh, challenge flag? Yeah. Uh, can I get a redo? Can we look at this under the That's hood? That's what I'm waiting no, for. You're, you're out of timeouts. We're also. We're under the two-minute warning. You didn't get out of bounds in time. Ah, darn it! I was thinking we could say, you know what? Let's let's just go back to what we had. It was it was, it was oh, right. you want to do intentional grounding? Yeah, that's what I'm looking Listen for. Listen to this. I, it makes me wonder if I'm if I'm not if I, if I'm losing it. Nuts. If I'm nuts. Well, these nuts. I ain't getting out of here. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Among the many emotions I'm feeling, the strongest are a sense of honor privilege, excitement, and gratitude. It's such a rare privilege to be able to contribute to our state's history and sauce. What sauce. the hell is that? What? And sauce. In, uh, We're not saucy. It's an NPR piece. And sauce in such a special way like this. And I'm so proud to be able to say I helped design the new Minnesota oh, state flag. This is our friend Precker said. In an email oh. read aloud to the commission by Vice Chair Anita Gall, Brecker said he hoped his design could help unify Minnesotans and make more people feel included in the state's flag. Well, Brecker didn't. Brecker got shot out of the water, didn't he? We redesigned Brecker's. Brecker yesterday was the winning contestant, right? And then today, it's not Brecker's flag. 
it's the only thing that's the same is the left side with the star and the blue. Other than that, his whole flag has changed. Yeah, Precker's flag is now missing the green, isn't it? We were alerted Mm -hmm. uh, via social media by the Marine on Twitter to Mr. Precker's profile. And um, let's just put it this way. Okay. He ain't out of GL. He hasn't been he's attending a, university. Yeah, he's a euphoric, living what? high atop the euphoric mountain. <laughs> One of my favorite photos of let's, Mr. Let's Parker. not have anything against this young man. No, we no, don't. no. But, he's but, one of thousands the, who the, submitted nothing. The tipping point, though, was <laughs> the photo that he had of a snowman he had built. Oh. I'm assuming he had built it. And the snowman is wearing a mask, and underneath it it says, let's get vaccinated. We can do this. Okay. So. Now, Make Dale, that, that there's some people that would be okay with that, though, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Like John. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. The Reverend Tim Christopher tweeted out, if Democrats want to correct their mistakes, what's wrong with that? And he posted a, now that the statues have been removed and the bases have been renamed, tell me how your life has improved. Take your time. I'll wait. Yeah. Well, now, Dale Kirsten did something interesting. He notes, hail the flashlight king. Hail, hail you. you. In an effort to design a new state flag without any personal bias, I received the following description from ChatGPT. So he asked ChatGPT to design a new Minnesota state flag, and the answer is uncanny. Designing a state flag involves considering various elements that represents the state's history, culture, and identity. Here's a concept for a new Minnesota state flag. This is the response from artificial intelligence. Mm. Description. The flag is divided into three horizontal stripes of equal width. The top and bottom stripes are sky blue, representing the state's numerous lakes and the expanse of sky, because no other state has sky. Right. It's just the state has sky. The middle stripe is forest green, symbolizing Minnesota's rich forests and natural landscapes. Central element in the center of the flag is a white north star, positioned slightly closer to the hoist. I would say that means on the left side of the flag. The North Star is a prominent symbol representing Minnesota's nickname, the North Star State. It also serves as a reference to the state's geographical location in the northern part of the U.S. Surrounding the North Star are 19 small gold stars arranged in a circular pattern. These stars symbolize Minnesota being the 19th state to join the Union. Well, I like that. Okay. The arrangement of stars creates a sense of unity and community. I I don't know how it does that, but okay. Floral border. Around the edges of the flag, there is a border of pink and white lady slippers flowers, the state flower of Minnesota. The lady slipper flowers add a touch of color and represent the state's unique and beautiful flora. Okay, I like that. So, so far, the artificial intelligence one at least has some stars and some lady slippers. Mm -hmm. All right. Floral border. I did that already. Yeah. Motto. Beneath the North Star, there is a scroll with the state motto, L'Etoile du Nord, meaning the Star of the North. <laughs> did good. I say it all right? Oh, your French was not perfect, but you got I'll the give it to me. L'Etoile du Nord. Thank you. You don't say the D. In French. This motto reinforces the celestial theme in Minnesota's northern position. This design aims to capture the essence of Minnesota's natural beauty, its historical significance, and its identity as a northern state. Feel free to modify or adapt the design based on further considerations or preferences. 
Sounds pretty sweet, Dale said. Is it too late to change our mind? That's what Reavers was wondering. So that state gives it uh, at least 19 stars, some lady slippers, the North Star, and some green and blue fields, Ah. right? We we are left with a dark blue field, a light blue field, and a star. But um, boom, boom, boom. Wow. So you do not pronounce the D in La Toile du Nord? Les Toiles du Nord. Much like how my wife used to pronounce the state of Illinois. How ah, does uh, Illinois. how does Kamala pronounce the word bang? Oh yeah, that's that, right. That's pretty Here, interesting. Kamala, Kamala, you say. That is why. Where did I? Say? Oh, it's right here. I thought there was a silent G in the, the word clock bang. Is no longer just ticking; it is banging. Thank you. And we must Ding. make up banging. for lost time. You You're alien. <laughs> Turn the clock. You're an alien, Kamala. You're an alien. (laughs) You heard it wrong. It's said turn the clocks back. Right. Right. Speaking of Kamala. Banging. Speaking of Kamala, I got a note from John who writes, on the 1215 podcast, that would have been last Friday. Yes. You mentioned that a study was recently released about human breath being a cause of climate change. I see this story as saying the quiet part out loud. I always knew that the end goal of climate change was to justify removing people who the powers that be deem unworthy. It isn't hyperbole, insert rookie saying bleep that word, to see how this is used to justify eugenics or fertility limits, family limits, wars, genocide, etc. I believe there's already a clip of of our VP saying something close to the goal being limit the population. The media explained her gaffe is that she meant pollution. I don't buy it. Climate change is just a tool, but they are using it to get the useful idiots behind the agenda that is pure evil. Uh, that was a clip from, I believe we've played it on this show. It merits playing it again. This is from just this past July, the summer of 2023. Here is our vice president. And so we set an ambitious goal to cut our greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030 and to reach net zero emissions by 2050. The investment we are announcing today will help us to achieve these goals and it will do so much more. Because think also about the impact on not only the local economy, not only on an investment in the entrepreneurs and innovators from and in the community, think about the impact on something like public health. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population. Thank you. And reduce population. (laughs) Banking. There'll be less of that. (laughs) Like China. With that reduced population. How is everybody today? Hey, everybody okay? Ah, they're gonna be okay. What made you do the Sid voice at the start of the show? Hello, hello. Here's today's. Here's a guy. Yeah. What made you? What made you think of that? Uh, the the guy that asked Chat GTP. Oh, GP, whatever the hell it is. Hello. Now I I will not go through them. We did it yesterday, but I I'm really being taken to the woodshed by GLers, who think you all. I don't know where John stood on this. Y'all, I think, uh, y'all. 
the uh, the GLers weighing in today believe I am incorrect and that there was some intentional focus to make that flag resemble the Somalian flag. Yep. I still don't think so, but many GLers think you guys are right, including a guy named Joe Geegan from Colorado Springs, Colorado. The staff is right, and you are wrong on this one. <laughs> the additional evidence that the flag was intentionally made to reflect the Somalian flag is the simple fact that all finalist flags contained the same colors and stripes. You've always remarked that the left's tremendous organizational and recruitment success. This is just another example of the left of the left's conformity of thought. Okay. That, I still don't see it, but I, what's I'm, great about I'm willing yesterday. To lose. What's great about yesterday's show is everything that we said or nothing we said matters. Just because it, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, it just doesn't matter because that's not the flag and we're moving right along. With that would see, see, I think that would back Joe's argument then, wouldn't it? Because obviously you, you if there was some sort of conspiracy to make it look like a Somalia flag. Why'd they change it now? <laughs> you know, who's backing Joe's argument is a representative. I believe he's a Republican named Matt Dean. Who tweeted? Know, and Matt, the, yeah. This sure. reminds me of your column on Sunday. Matt said, "Sometimes it's just better to admit that you picked the wrong way and start over. The process has revealed itself to be the wrong way. Nobody will trust the result because the committee was set up to fail. The changes are what happens when you pick a failed process. Mm -hmm. For once, just level with the people. The process was failed because the guidelines were too restrictive. Right. Yep." Again, I've never indicted the people who've tried to, to come up with a flag. They were handcuffed at the starting line. Setting up yes. the loss. They, the the yeah. loss was set up for yeah, them. You're right. They couldn't do a damn thing. Do you have Linda's email? I don't believe I do. About this very topic. Th these are my favorite kind of emails. Is this our Linda? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Do right. we have a Linda? Linda. Hey, Joe yeah. and gang. Just wondering... If you had a, this came in at seven thirty six this morning. Hey Joe and gang, just wondering if you had a chance to compare our new state flag to the Somalia flag? Question mark. If not, you should. Pretty dang interesting. I love the podcast. I don't miss a day with you guys. Well, honey, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Linda. If you're doing this at seven thirty this morning, and you never miss, a and podcast. you didn't miss yesterday's <laughs> podcast, then you wouldn't have sent that email. <laughs> I would like to send a shout-out to Linda. I know we don't do shout-outs, but Linda, here's to you. Yeah, Joe, to answer your question, our Linda is Linda, uh, Linda Keller. Yes. Our tax person. Oh, your tax gal. Best yep. tax person. I, uh, I would hope so. Killer you tax you only services. want to deal with the best. Oh, Because you know why she's the best? She hates the government more than we do. <laughs> you know, a guy I know is having trouble with an amount of money he owes the government. Okay. But unlike dealing with the private sector, what we analyzed after a long talk was he has nobody to call and attempt to fashion a resolution. For example, uh, and not to pick on Target, but I'm just saying, let's say you owed Target uh, $25,000 on a maxed out credit card bill and you can't pay it right. and targets coming after you. There is the chance very plausibly that you could reach someone at target 
who would be able to look up your problem yep. and see it Let's in, come to an agreement. in front of him or her, and then you could have a talk. And the guy who owes you or target the money could say, "Look, I don't have it. I'm gonna. I can give you fifty cents on the dollar." And and she might say, "No, no, we come want our full right. dollar." And then you say, "Not." Can't happen right now. Uh, thank you. Perhaps we can chat again. You hang up. And you wait a few days and you call her and you say, it's me again. I still have this problem. I can give you 55 cents on the dollar. And she says, no. And let's say you finally get a third call. And you say, okay, I've done everything I can. I've, I'm selling. A, I sold a car. I did. I have. I can give you 60 cents on the dollar. And she'll say, We'll accept that. Okay. Okay. And now you do the math and you give, you add that up and you send them a check for whatever. You can't do that with the government. Who do you talk to? For yeah. example, mm -hmm. the government, we, we've discovered in our dissatisfaction with the government, especially the state of Minnesota, is that no one takes responsibility for anything. There's nowhere the dollar stops. No. So let's say you got somebody on the line from the government. They're either going to know, they're either going to say, I don't know what you're talking about, or they're going to shuffle you off to the next person who will shuffle you off to somebody else. Yeah. Who do you talk to? Yeah. And those two people that just did the shuffling are, are not in contact with each other. There's no right. chain of emails. You get to um, start all of them. Uh, are, are we talking IRS or Minnesota Department of Revi Revenue? No, we're talking a federal... Uh, IRS, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, no, you're talking... Uh, uh, well, I can say this much. You're talking about uh, uh, a student loan. Oh, okay. So it's not a tax income tax. No, it's a student okay. loan okay. problem. Okay, okay. Because I, I almost had an answer for you, but if it's a student loan, I'm out. I don't know. So that's probably administrated by some party that the government hires. Who do you, how would you possibly reach someone who would be willing to have that conversation with you? Look, I can't pay you a dollar for dollar. I know I owe this money and I'm doing my best right. to try to get this back to you, but we have to work out something here. Or, you know, or or he's going to have to declare bankruptcy or whatever the end result is. But there's nobody to talk to. I've been racking my brain. How do you get to somebody? Maybe if you were Amy Klobuchar's sister, it, maybe if you were Amy Klobuchar's sister's kid. I don't even know if Amy has a sister. If you were Amy Klobuchar's sister's kid, Maybe you could call Amy, and Amy could say, let me get you somebody. And maybe Amy could find somebody you could talk to. But this fellow doesn't happen to know uh, Amy Klobuchar. Or if you were Hunter Biden. Or you were Hunter right. Biden. And, and the person we're talking about, the mythical person that may or may not exist, is within the United States government? Well, the money, the money for the college loan came from the government. Isn't aren't those the loans Biden's trying to forgive? But I think they're only being forgiven in certain cases. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. And are they threatening uh, garnishment of yes. wages and yes. taking the house? That's what's the in the future. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 
it's spend more up. money and hire a lawyer. I, I don't know what else. No, to you do. go to the corner and you have your car repaired by your local gas station guy, and the bill comes back and it's twelve hundred dollars. You say, Bert, I I can't. I, I don't can have. I can't. Yeah. I can pay this right now, but you're going to have to give me some time. And then he and Bert they dicker. They work. They out they they, nego- they yeah. figure it out. Ultimately, the gas station guy will get his money, and then you can do it in such a way that you're not bankrupt. You can't do that with the government. Our government supposed to be helping us, representing us. The guy's not denying he owes them the money. He's not playing that game. He's saying, you got to help me figure out how to do this because I don't have it in one lump sum. Or if you had a hole in your gas tank. You say, Bert, screw it. I'm just going to drive around. It's weird because you can actually do that with the IRS. The IRS will work with you more so than um, Minnesota Department of Revenue. But we're not talking the IRS here. We're talking talking whatever other mythical arm of, yeah. Whatever arm of the federal government issues student loans. Wow. Man, my heart goes out to the guy, the gal, whoever it is. Joe, it seems to me your knowledge of Minnesota geography might be limited to your ability to recite all of its counties, not where some of your sponsors are actually located. On last Tuesday's podcast, a listener corrected you on EcoFund's Columbus location. Oh, boy. At the risk of being accused of piling on, I must correct you on your description of Grunhofer's Hugo location. You say that Grunhofer's is located on Highway 61 just north of Hugo. Driving northbound on Highway 61 as you depart Hugo, you enter Forest Lake. No. The area just south of Hugo's Grunhofer's location could be loosely considered downtown Hugo, whereby if you said just north of downtown Hugo, it could be an almost fact-based statement. Putting it in proper context, in terms you may better understand, as you depart Ramsey County's White Bear Lake, you enter Washington County's Hugo, then enter Washington County's Forest Lake. P.S. When you tell us that the next Grunhoffers will be located in White Bear Lake, will it? Or might it actually <laughs> pop up and say Matamidi, Gem Lake, or White Bear Township? Please accept this in the spirit which was intended. Uh, he's talking about Grunhoffers old-fashioned meats. It's just north of Hugo on Highway 61. Did I ever say it was in Hugo? No, I'm looking right. I'm looking. It's north of Hugo Hugo and Highway 61. They have everything you need for your next holiday meal, which, according to my calendar, would be the double smoked skinless bone-in ham for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Call them now. This is the world's best ham. Call and get your ham. Call the Hugo location six five one. Yeah, the Hugo location. Okay. (laughs) What about Columbus? Call, uh, yeah, now I got Eco's not in Forest Lake, but now Grunhofer's is. No, it's just north of Hugo on Highway 61. Call Grunhofer's, 651-426-2800. Get your order in for that best Christmas ham you'll ever taste. And as long as you're there, get the rest. Get the brats and the steaks and the chops and the cheese and the slaws and the salads and the desserts Mm -hmm. and the fish and the chicken and the... You you Doesn't get stop. the drill. It's a meat emporium. It's the best meat in the state, if not the country. People come from all over the country to get to Grunhofer's. And if you have a, an idea for a new brat flavor, uh, share your ideas on 
uh, Grunhofer's Facebook page or Instagram feed. They want a new brat flavor to celebrate the opening of the White Bear Lake store, which is coming up shortly. There's also Grunhofer's in Forest Lake on uh, 97, immediately east of 35. And I take umbrage at the idea that uh, White Bear Lake's in, uh, no, that's right, White Bear Lake is in Ramsey County, but only (laughs) half of it. Huh? Half the lake becomes Washington (laughs) County. The eastern half of White Bear Lake itself is Washington County. Right? 59. Uh, it's <laughs> you can't give Grunhoffers enough time. Grunhoffers, old-fashioned meats. <laughs> That's like two months worth of ads. Well, it's the Grunhoffers <laughs> deserves it. They got them. They put up with me. The leasers will have to put up with me. They're going to be okay. Everything will be all right there. <laughs> It's gonna be okay. Well, here's a guy. Here's a guy. <laughs> here's a guy who doesn't know where anything is. Uh, Thursday. Uh, you all know this guy, but we're on the council. There's no need to. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. No, uh, I, I, but he, I, I don't. Uh, you know. Yeah. Hey, Thursday and Friday. Yeah, I said, didn't I give you a dollar last week? I can't. Uh, I can't keep this up. Next week, <laughs> GL Thursday, Friday, MNST Friday after GL. There you go. Okay. Yep. I'm sending off. Hear that, Council? We're going to take Christmas again? Day off and Tuesday and Wednesday, but we'll be back with live shows on Thursday and Friday. And MNST Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon. <laughs> that right? ought to be festive. That's if he doesn't suffer memory mania. Well, he'll probably come in to do his GL hit. Well, you might as well if we're going to stay and do Monday Night Sports. I am here. Let's talk about the Vikings. (gasps) How long ago was it that he filled in as the deputy mayor? Well, a long, long time ago. (laughs) Long, long. Was it one and done for old Patrick? He's not. uh, He's not capable. (laughs) This is a takeover. And people don't want us to turn off the council when he's here. Okay, I got emails. Or, I know. I re- I replied to that person. Here's what I said. Right, I said, <clears throat> okay. Can, no. Can, we need to have <laughs> private discussions. Kenny had something that he needed to share with us, a personal yeah. thing. That's why I shut off no, the council. No, it's my fault. Don't we ever get our privacy? I want the council no. to be gone the second that Joe says thank you. I want them to be gone before the music no, ends. That's not what they're paying for, though. They're paying for our. They're paying for. Our I am willing. Yeah, I am willing to email. pay them back. <laughs> I just signed. I just signed a bleep load of new. Uh, yeah. Town council certificates. People are giving it out as gifts. I have I had would. so oh. many emailers saying, "Hey, I want to get this for my husband or my, you know, whatever for for Christmas." That's what. But they is. want us. They want to hear us say "booger" off the air, yeah. right? Yep, only Johnny gets that reference. The WKRP reference, sure. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Fever. Why was that a word yeah. you can't say on the radio? That was the very first episode. First episode. You got, that's... You got fired for saying "booger." Yeah, really? and that's you how can't that's say how it booger ended. Booger on the air for a station in where was he, California, John? Yeah, someplace. And then he ended the show by going "booger" <laughs> over the microphone. <laughs> Who? What station was re-racking that? Was it Me TV, Johnny? We I talked know. about this a while ago. I thought there is a there's a what a, a channel or somebody on Facebook 
that releases entire episodes with no maybe, commercials. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. So you can sit there and watch them on your phone. Oh, it's, it's delightful. You guys remember phone. my buddy, Kurt, that does radio down in St. Louis? Kurt Copeland? No, yeah. I don't, Chris. Well, not, I, I wasn't <laughs> referring to you. These, these three guys do. He has all of the Johnny Fever t-shirts. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. The whole, what do you call Howard it? Hessman. Is he still alive? I don't no. Think so. Died about two years ago. Oh, yeah. We talked about it on the show. Yep. I did get a Black Death t-shirt, the one he always wore, the fake. Oh, yeah. Here. I yeah. have one of those. And you guys are not Alani Anderson. You're the what's her name? Uh, it Bailey. doesn't matter at this point. Uh, you, you ought to see Bailey. Uh, she she's, looks she's like a, yeah. a mummy. So really? I'm, I'm watching uh, about two months ago a bunch of midnight special highlights, right? She was mm -hmm. the singer in a band in 1972. Really? Bailey? I kept was? looking at this woman going, man, I know who this is. Jan Smithers. Yeah. And I looked it up and sure as hell, she was the lead singer. Some band who never had any hits. I never heard of the band before this. Well, and how'd they get on the Midnight Special? Uh, he, The leader of the band was Henry Mancini's son. So he probably had some connections. That's how they got on. Yeah. Had some connections, if you know what I'm saying. What Not I, what you know. It's, it's who, who you, you know. know. And Lonnie Anderson has inflated her lips up to about 30 PSI yeah. each. They are not ridiculous not looking. Why do the gals do that? That's not a good well, look. Well, isn't Lonnie about 80? Yeah. yeah. Isn't Which she is... from here? Is she the one from here? Rose she Rose. is, yes. Yeah. The best episode is the soft, where they play a team softball, and none of them want to do it until Lonnie Anderson goes, well, where are my red shirts? Yeah, man. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then isn't she the reason they won? Because the other team was so distracted <laughs> yes. by her? Your very tight WKRP shirt. That show was much better than we ever imagined for the way yeah. it captured uh, Mr. Sales, Carlson. For example, oh, Mr. Yeah. Carlson was Hey Man. I'm yep. sorry, <laughs> Alexander Ramsey Senior High School in Roseville. Uh, what year did she graduate? Um, 70. does not say, but she's 78. Well, and she graduated about 64 or three, right in there. Mm hmm. Bert wasn't good to her. Can we do the show? Yes, sir. Her oh, father my. was going to name her Leilani, <laughs> but realized when she got to her teenage years, it would be twisted into Leilani. Oh, so it was simply changed to know. Lonnie Anderson. Brooke, are you ready? There, Leilani. That's, a, that's an interesting tidbit. Yeah. What do you need from me? <laughs> Zeros, Masonic, and Leilani. Yes. And I'll let you pick the order. Copy that. Somebody Word. do something here. Are you ready, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Do oh. something. The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. This music is crisp and clean, isn't it? Thank yep. you, Dylan. You know what else could be crisp and clean? Jesus. Your garbage. <laughs> Listen, speaking of WKRP in the 70s, right? Listen, <laughs> Zero Res has got a great deal for all of you garage logicians. Zero Res started on Garage Logic decades ago, and they are a fantastic outfit to have clean your carpets and your air ducts. Now, they love GL, so they're giving a wonderful deal. I'll get that to in just a minute or two, but I want to give you some history 4.9 rating on Google, 17,000 reviews. The Zero Res gotta love it guarantee. What is that? That means they stand behind every cleaning. Now, 
Don't do it yourself. Those other machines are not as powerful, do not clean as well as the zero-res equipment does. Get in touch with zero-res. Lay down the Rookie GL Special. That's three rooms, zero-resified, starting at just $129. And the dirt and dander that's in your air ducts, get rid of that by taking 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero-res clean. The telephone number, as promised, 9520-RES, Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or go online to zeroresminnesota.com. Tell them you want the Rookie Garage Logic Special. Say that. Be sure to get it because it's a really good deal, and you are going to have clean carpets, and your air ducts will be dirt and dander free. Spell it forwards or backwards. It's spelled the same. Remember the name, Zero Res. Okay, remember the uh, the case of the swimmer. In Canada, the 55-year-old male pretending he's a woman yeah, and swimming with the young girls. Uh, and we said that there's an example where there's no discussion here. It's no. Get the hell out of there. Okay. Well, I have another one of those. Uh, a, a Democrat named Carl Frisch, the first openly LGBT member elected to the Fairfax County Virginia School Board. Uh, in fact, he'll become, well, he's the vice chair of the school board and will become the chair in, in a week or so, January 1st. Okay. He took his swearing-in ceremony on a stack of banned books, gender, queer, flamer, all boys aren't blue. Oh. Okay, my point is no. No, you don't get to take, no, that's, here's, no. Here's the Bible. No. Here's the Bible. Why, Sorry. What the hell, who allowed it? No. Go ahead and be uh, LGBT. Yep. But what do you do? Yeah. That's the state's third largest school district. And and much of the books he took his oath on were sexually explicit. And what what possibly can he be bringing to the school system except this agenda? Right. Okay. I thought you were there to learn. One trick pony. You're learning. You're supposed to learn stuff you're not supposed to be concerned about uh this stuff and uh uh i can't i i don't know where to go with this except you you, you just say to the guy look uh pal you're on the school board uh we're swearing you in uh you know get a state highway map or something do something but don't you're not swearing in on on sexually explicit books map. You, you have to think that the voters in that district who voted for him knew that that would be his agenda, right? And so this would be okay with them. This is evidently, this is what they wanted. I guess he got 65% of the vote. Well, then, where are we in the realm of nihilism? Yeah. Nihilism is basically, well, we're seeing it with the state flag. No, nihilism is yeah, basically meaninglessness. Yeah, he doesn't. He's he doesn't care about anything. He's a nihilist, dude. Yeah, nihilism is basically <laughs> uh, throwing your. I know it's a great it's a great bit in uh, uh, in what the movie Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Lebowski. It's a, but is that where we are now? Yeah. Are we just Hello? full of nihilists in public places that they don't they don't care? Well, I want my or White House staffers to have some decency, like the young man that was trying to make a film for all of us to enjoy. It's either that, Joe, or they purposely vote for him to trigger conservatives. 
Oh, yeah. That's a good well, I, I, I honestly don't know. I, the the Fairfax just... County GOP, GOP is uh, alarmed. They've got their dander up. This was inappropriate. This shouldn't mm-hmm. have happened. Well, it did, though. What? Where are we here? What? What is going on? I don't know. I can't tell you. I'm trying to figure it out. What all the all you're doing is telling me that this is your agenda for the kids. That there's nothing you would disapprove of. That you will do your best to indoctrinate these kids. Why are you picking on these kids? Why is there so much nihilism? Hmm. That's not right. Right. We got to get going on this. This is BS. Take it out. <laughs> Can I ask a question? No. When does the full effect of parte sidekick in a can take effect before Christmas? Is it typically around the end of the week? I think it was yesterday. It was Monday, yeah, at about, uh, about 7.30 in the morning. I, I can go even I don't know, further or back it up, whichever I'm doing here. I can't get past this, the fact that you can be sworn in on anything other than yeah. a Bible, the Koran, or whatever your holy book is. What, what if you're an atheist? Which is a religion within itself. You're right, though. That's a good point, John. What if you are? Yeah. I, I don't know. Is is the point he's trying to make here, and I know we've turned it into LGBTQ. Is it that, or is it banned books, or is it both together? You both. know what I'm saying? Both. Well, he right? obviously yeah. he didn't do it because he did it to trigger, right? That's that's the well, reason. yes, that's what you would assume. And, but and we're we're biting on the hook is what we're doing. Yeah. But the whole notion of the banned book nonsense. There was a big stink over the weekend because Barnes and Noble had it a section. Well, it's it's not no, a banned Bar- book no. if it's there for sale. Barnes and okay. Noble always had that section; they didn't add it. Always, well, but, but you know what I'm saying. It, it, yeah. it, I, for some reason, well, it, it, it it arose over the weekend. I'm thinking it's not banned. It's there on a question for Joe: If nobody had reacted, and anybody that was shown this, or you know, maybe a reporter would ask a random person, they go, "Nah, big deal." Do you think that that practice would stop? Or would it continue? Not only that, he would have been defeated. He would have been disappointed. There's there's no way in hell the guy didn't do this to get the theatrical attention he's gotten. Hmm. And yep. so so if if the world could learn to ignore nihilists, maybe the nihilism would deplete itself. Do you think that same theory would hold true with this 55-year-old weirdo that wants to swim with little girls? I don't know how the how, how do you expect the 8-year-old girl to put up with it and pretend it's, he's not there. No, he got he has to go. He has to be physically removed from the pool. Get the hell out of here. I'm well, uh, the parents did um they were outraged and they did protect their kids. This is actually the second time in a week, too. It happened in Pennsylvania also, I'm seeing, a yep. woman. And some of the same books and some other books. For the, and I and, think what they're doing is they're taking their shot at Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, correct. Okay, but the books, as I understand, there's no books banned in Florida. What is in place in Florida is the ability of the school library resources officer to not stock certain books. They're still in print. They're not banned. Nobody's burned them. Right. They're just not going to be available to the young kids in this school. So their parents could still go find those books. They're not banned. But this has been distorted uh, by the Mysterians 
to say that the likes of DeSantis, for example, is an evil guy because he's banned books in the schools. No, he hasn't. He hasn't banned anything. Some schools might have these books. Some schools don't. It's up to the library, and which is a big reach because librarians are mysterious for the most part. They've been leading... They've been leading foot soldiers in this culture war for a long time. The problem is just because it's a book doesn't mean it's so precious. Give me a break with your book crap. You're, are you trying to compare Thomas, the writings of like, say, Thomas Pension to how to rebuild your Schwinn by who, else? you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Or not? I think he's referring to a book I wrote. I think he is. I think he is. Repair a 10 speed bike. Oh. Which I had well, no idea, by the way, how to repair. Am I making a point or not? Yeah. Just because it's a book doesn't mean we got to give it reverence and love. Well, plus, how about a book that actually would teach you something? Can we have some learning in these schools instead of indoctrination and proselytizing? Could we have? Speaking of that, let's go. It never ends. Doesn't. Where is it? Keeps going if you find it. Let's turn Garage Logic's attention to the, I call it a suburb, I guess it's a distinct town, Elk River. Two Elk River school board members who were elected on a pro-parent platform say they've been censured for misconduct. Mm. So in other words, the, the, the sitting board members or the existing board members uh, didn't like the fact that uh, John Anderson and Mindy Freeberg uh, were elected to the board because they don't want this uh, stuff in school. Freeberg said they want it, Freeberg said they want us off the board, but they aren't going to get rid of me that easily. The misconduct was along the lines of you know being late, uh, failing to communicate with the super, all this made up BS. They, they haven't performed any misconduct that I'm aware of. Uh, and so they're, they're under attack because they ran under the auspices of, of an activist group. See, you can, you can have an activist group if you're on the left, but if you have an activist group on the right, you're not allowed to oh, have it. That's a great point. You, yeah. you, you can't have it. Right, And so these parents were under the auspices of an activist group on the right that's trying to restore some sanity to the schools, quit indoctrinating kids, leave them alone, let's teach them how to read, write, and do arithmetic. And, and then these, these uh, school board members swearing their allegiance to the mystery, they're appalled that these two parents had the audacity to join the school board to introduce normalcy. Mm -hmm. They can't stand it because no. the right can't have activism. Only the left can have activism, activism. Uh, and this goes on. If I asked questions during the board meeting, they said I was unprepared, Freeberg said. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're shading these people. They're, 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 they're rigging the game against these people and making their lives miserable, presumably to hope they leave the school board. So then the school board can get on with its nefarious activities. Mm -hmm. Both Anderson and Freeberg said they have been intimidated by the super. Uh, oh, well, hell with them. It's just pathetic. That was from Alpha News. You won't read this, I suppose, in any other newspaper. The lawyer they have hired, the district lawyer there, uh, also did the same thing in Hastings. 
From the moment they got on the board as conservative members, they've had an antagonistic response from the board members, the super, and the staff in the school district. You can you can be an activist on the right on the left. You can you can you know raise the Hamas flag on the left in mm-hmm. the schools, but don't dare be an activist for uh, moral and ethical clarity. That doesn't fly. They're breaking policy two oh nine, Joe. 209, 209. 209, call it. 209. Oh, 2619. And then, and then. <laughs> then what? I got to get this in before. No, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Uh, take advantage of this great weather and get a hold of Precision Garage Door before the, you know, before the cold weather hits the fan. We're back to a beautiful day today. You could smell spring in the air. Uh, I'm a I'm a charter member of the Royal Order of the 21sters. Oh, coming up, and I can tell you that in four days, uh, my winter's over. So my garage door will be spick and span and go up and down and not make noises because of precision garage door of the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. They don't charge more for weekends. They keep you informed the entire process with text messaging, or you just go out there and shoot the bull with them while they're working. Let's on go. It. And if you need a new door, I'm sure they appreciate that from you. Yeah, leave them alone. <laughs> What's that spring for? Well, I like to know that stuff. <laughs> uh, Precision Garage Door to Twin Cities. Write their phone number down: six one two two six three six nine eight five. And if you know people looking for work. Precision Garage Door is hiring garage door technicians, garage door installers. These people make some dough. Warehouse warehouse inventory associates. Uh, they have great benefits, great pay, and people love working for them. It's a family-owned operation. As I said, they serve the metro and western Wisconsin, and they'll take care of all your garage door needs, including a new door. 612-263-6985 or PrecisionDoorMN.com. I I still have to get in after John that the Super in St. Paul is a finalist for Super of the Year. For what? They have no money. The kids can't read. A kid got stabbed to death at Harding last year. It makes you wonder what a bad super would be like. Right. I uh, had that in the news a while ago, Joe, when he was nominated. Well, I apologize. If you're offended. If I'm offended. So, <laughs> there is one positive aspect to this Elk River story <clears throat> that, that we could wrap up with. Um, none of this worked in Hastings, and uh, a majority of parent-backed candidates took over majority control of the board, which is probably what's going to happen in Elk River after the 2024 election. That I also. So that's a positive John. note. John? Yes, sir? When you get to your midway point, please throw it to the rook. The rook. Ken, I'll take a seafoam from you here, sir. Do you want to hear a, a well, maybe I should save it for the year. What a, is it? A recap of a guy that's in the St. Paul School District is well-connected, yeah. of just the, the last maybe four texts that he said that have had problems with Let me uh, bring this story up, and you can say, okay. you can inter, you can introduce okay. that. Nice work, Prebs. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Pre- Mar- who is it? Murph. 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 Hey, Rook, how are you? Hey, man. <laughs> I'll be for child abuse. You'll be against yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> New flag? You'll be against it. I'll be for it. 
We did zero res. Let's do Masonic. Let's go. Right. Ready. Uh, Ken can hear you at the break, Brooke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ready, what? Ken? Huh? Does yeah. anybody listen to me? Are you an out about anything? Who? What, what Chris? are you even talking I about? I need a sea foam here. Cue the well, I know that. What else, though? That's it. Fighting the demagogues of diversity. It's Joe Suchere. Uh, you could say a lot of people. You could also say many people. We're referring to a crowd, a multitude, a swarm, a throng. Those people might not realize that most preventable engine problems start in the fuel system. It's a trickle-down thing. S rolls downhill. I don't know if you've been to the rural areas, but that's a, you know, that's a bumper sticker out here. S rolls downhill. Uh, the same holds true for your engine. Uh, it starts with the fuel. Seafoam cleans that harmful gunk, I almost said S, and varnish <laughs> from the entire fuel system. That I don't know. That would be a great campaign to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what it does is it helps your engine run better. It starts faster. It lasts longer. It preserves ignition vapors. Look that up sometime. It's something I learned when I hooked up with uh, Seafoam. You need ignition vapors in your in your engine, and Seafoam helps to preserve those. It work and it works its magic in all kinds of engines. You got a one banger. Uh, you got a. Do you have a V12? Holy cow! It'll work in your V12. Diesel, gas, doesn't matter. Seafoam is the ticket. The great thing about Seafoam, you're going to find this stuff anywhere. Uh, and the true believers always kept keep an extra can on hand. I can talk. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. It's Seafoam. Here is Mr. John Height. Uh, thank you there, uh, Leilani. Uh, in the news, by the way, this news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Uh, Minneapolis police are investigating the shooting death of a 43-year-old woman that happened inside an apartment Sunday night. Police say they responded to the 4200 block of Sherrod Avenue South around 820. The woman died despite responding officers giving her CPR. The, uh, you know what? I'm reading yesterday's news, aren't I? What the hell? Hang on, guys. I don't know. <laughs> what the hey, hell? You know, GLers have been very critical of that for years, though. <laughs> Can I? As I had two news is open, one from yesterday, one from today, and I. As John finds his brain and straps it back in his head, I just want to mention one more thing about this Elk River story we we just did. I I want to leave the GLers with hope. There is a reason to have hope. This tactic that they're using in Elk River did not work for them in Hastings, and a majority of parent-backed candidates took over majority control of the school board. Hopefully. Uh, that and, and these are the words of Bill Walsh, I'm paraphrasing from Alpha News. Hopefully that same thing will happen in Elk River after the 2024 election. And Bill says revising policy 209 should be the first thing on the new board's agenda. So hopefully there is a ray of hope there. Wow. In the news yes, from... Red, In the news from 1219. No, it's this is today's news. Yeah. This is today's news We're brought back, to you back by. Up to Are you going to do requests? Can you do last March's news? <laughs> I got to start. I see, I always keep the news in case we have to refer back, but I should probably, yeah. Anyway, in what appears to be the final installment of a story we've followed from the beginning, that man who avoided additional prison time after a controversial plea deal in a deadly 2019 carjacking in Minneapolis has again avoided prison in connection to two cases of armed robbery. Unreal. 
He is 20-year-old Hussein Braveheart. He was sentenced to 365 days at the Hennepin County Workhouse yesterday after his attorneys and prosecutors reached a plea deal for the two robberies, which happened just two days before the deadly carjacking that killed 39-year-old Stephen Markey. He also received five years of probation and a stayed four-and-a-half-year prison sentence that he'll only serve if he violates his probation terms. All of this comes just four days after a sudden reworked plea deal resulted in Braveheart getting sentenced to time already served four and a half years for Markey's death, a controversial agreement that upset Markey's family and was only accepted after the judge refused to accept a prior plea deal. However, the reworked plea deal left the judge's hands tied. What Braveheart was the was, initial plea deal then? Uh, wasn't it uh, 15 years, something along there, 14 years? It was a shorter sentence, I know, than called for. And uh, yeah. Uh, Braveheart was 15 when the crimes were committed, and Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty's office has said Braveheart, quote, has made enormous strides and showed that the treatment he was receiving was working. Uh, we don't know that. Oh, my God. This is unbelievable. Uh, we don't know but that. I read so based upon her own uh, assessment. Assessment. Thank you. He would have violated the probation. Right mm -hmm. with the with with the carjacking, so none of this makes any sense whatsoever. She is uh, she is single handedly she's destroying the city. Well, uh, I didn't vote for it. I, I don't live in Hennepin County. And I don't have any sympathy for him, Minneapolis. Sorry, none. And, and when she consults somebody, that person she consults herself, right? Yeah, yeah. There's there's no experts or somebody here. she hired. <laughs> right. Yeah. To yeah to prop her up. Minneapolis police are investigating a potential drugging after multiple women went to the hospital after going to a dinky town bar. According to police, the victims told officers it happened at Blarney Bar and Grill on 14th Avenue Southeast near 4th Street near the U. Officers say at least one of the three women who they believe were drugged is under the age of 21. All three reported having similar symptoms, which officers say are consistent with drinking alcohol. The three women arrived at Hennepin County Medical Center between 12 a.m. and 4 a.m. Sunday. They say the 18-year-old told officers she started <clears throat> feeling sick after drinking an alcoholic beverage someone gave her at the business. Yeah. All three women reported having similar symptoms, and officers say the symptoms are consistent with what the other two have said. Officials haven't said if any of the women are students at the U of M, and police say they are continuing the investigation. I don't have enough to worry about. Now you got to worry about that. Well, yeah. well, wait a minute. It doesn't sound like roofies, does it? There's another, I forget what it's called, but as someone that has been in the industry, you're trained on this very thing. And I'm not but, I'm not saying Blarney's is to blame here by any means, but roofies just makes you sleepy. Um, yeah. Sleepy. Yeah, and it sounds like these gals weren't feeling right. Well, is it possible that they were just hammered? No, it, th this was an intentional drugging. Hmm. Yeah. There have been more domestic violence-related deaths this year in Minnesota than the state has seen in a single year in the past decade, according to a statewide coalition that's been tracking that stat no more than 30 years. Joe Shannon, the communications... No, no stop, John. Kenny, we're, we're not rooting for this. Uh, this well, is not the, a record we're trying to set. We're the champions, Joe. Yeah, well, we're, we're not. We're not. They are. Joe Shannon, the communications program manager for Violence Free Minnesota, said there have been 34 victims of intimate partner violence in Minnesota in 2023. As of yesterday, the list includes romantic partners, bystanders, and people who tried to intervene. It's the second most deaths the coalition has recorded since beginning to track the statistic back in 1989. 
John, you had a story yesterday, and it was on the news about the deputy that responded to a domestic in the middle of the night. Yeah. And he ended up uh, dead, did he not? Yes. Yeah. I don't know a about going... A copper came upon a guy I... stabbing a woman. He tased him. That didn't work. He, he, he shot him, and the guy later died. I think the copper was entirely justified, so the woman lived. I think no, did the woman live? Yeah, she did. She's in critical condition. These domestics are the number one cause of cops being killed. It's every cop's biggest fear. And I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I I suppose they have a small staff and they can't afford to send two or three officers, you know. But you would think every every domestic approaching that alone as a police officer or a, a law enforcement officer. That's got to be frightening, yeah. man. I, I would give me the chills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, and, and you've got to help. You can't just go, no, I'm not going in there alone. That's that's not the job, you know. And the worst, Kenny, is oftentimes in, in some of these smaller communities, they know who it is. Oh, that, you're sense. right. That's yeah. so right. Yeah. Star Tribune reporting a 30-year-old man admitted Monday he dropped dumbbells, furniture, and other items from his ninth-floor balcony onto vehicles passing by his downtown apartment building, causing thousands of dollars in damage. He's like he didn't kill anybody. 30-year-old Michael Judy pleaded guilty in Hennepin County District Court yesterday to felony first-degree property damage for aiming the array of heavy objects at vehicles driving by the building in the 300 block of South Washington Avenue last January. Uh, Luckily, none of the items injured anyone, but multiple vehicles were damaged. The plea agreement between the defense and prosecution calls for three years of probation and for him to be sentenced under what is now called a stay of imposition. That means the conviction will be reduced to a misdemeanor if he successfully complies with the terms of his sentence and probation. Keep all that in mind, what I just said when I get to the end of the story. All right. I'm I'm keeping track of Mary's latest here. The incidents came as Judy was facing eviction for failing to pay more than 11 grand in rent. Uh, five calls were made to 911 from January 3rd to January 5th about dumbbell weights among various other large objects being dropped. On January 4th, shortly before midnight, an airport shuttle vehicle with seven passengers inside was hit on the roof by a three-pound dumbbell. City street surveillance camera zoomed in and captured someone on Judy's balcony about that time. One 911 caller reported nearly being hit by a table and a chair that were thrown from the ninth floor. The surveillance video recorded a man purported to be Judy dropping a wine bottle, a cordless drill, a coffee maker, a coffee pot, and a milk jug. Where's she getting all this stuff? Balcony. E. E. Now, the apartment, Matt. Uh, remember, out of stuff, then. he'll be on probation, as I told you, right? Uh, remember, and, and he can't yes. commit any crimes. Well, here's his criminal history. You ready? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it pretty much covers his entire adult life, includes pleading guilty in 2012 to drive by shooting, property damage in connection with being one of three people accused of shooting BBs at dozens of car windows and a home in Rochester. He's been convicted numerous times for domestic assault, as well as for terroristic threats, theft, harassment, indecent exposure, and disorderly conduct. Does numerous mean one or two? More than one or two. Okay. So, now, check uh, this out. You mean yeah. to tell me uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. that that apparently had no weight in the current decision? Apparently not. And he's only 30. So, I mean, he's he was tired. out yeah. from all those, yeah, a bunch of convictions. He, he was, could do a lot worse. Yet. Yeah. Third in Washington South. That's right across the street from the old Milwaukee Road Depot. 
Okay. Huh. What kind of income does he have to qualify to get into that building? Apparently, well, he, he was, doesn't because he, he was behind eleven grand. Eleven but he grand got behind. Yeah. I don't know how he got into it, Kenny. That isn't one of those uh, properties where it's uh, office adjusted. artist. No, it's, adjusted. It's called Latitude Forty Five. Oh, that's uh, a Chris. nice building. Yeah, it's on the corner of Third and Washington. Or was okay. No, we don't know. I just drove by it when I went to the North Loop uh, Market in downtown Minneapolis and the Dayton's. We heard. Um, yeah, oh, they got a pool there. <laughs> they got a pool. They got like a pool. Yeah, they got a pool. <laughs> Why don't we take a break here and see what our friend the rookie has to tell us? Well, I will tell you this: Johnny Cake Ridge Road into December. Uh, days away from the old Christmas time. <laughs> and I ain't going to cancel Christmas. <laughs> if you don't get wow. mysoundstory.com, I'm going to come over and cancel your Christmas. Seriously, take care of that holiday shopping with a gift that your family's going to love. You know what my story is here. This is going to be a sit down with grandma and grandpa or mom and dad, and they're going to tell their story. And it's going to be in a form where you can pass it down generation to generation to generation. It's a really good idea. You sit down for an hour-long conversation with you or one of your loved ones being interviewed by someone like me. It's a conversation that includes their experiences, school, a career, meeting that special someone. Whatever the case may be, they're going to spill their guts. Uh, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's why you got to <laughs> do it before they forget. With Sound Story, you or your loved ones' voices and stories are saved by your family forever. So why don't you and your siblings go in on a very creative gift certificate for your parents Get them a sound story at mysoundstory.com for a limited time. Enter the promo code flashlight. 10% off that sound story gift certificate. Pretty good deal. Imagine being able to listen to a podcast form of your parents, your mom, your dad, whatever the case may be. You get it. Now it's possible with sound story. It's a gift you will never regret giving, but a gift that everyone in your family is going to really, really love. My Matthew. Yes. Matthew. A lot of the stories my grandpa told me, shouldn't have been told to me in the first place <laughs> and, and it wouldn't be fun to have him on a and definitely wouldn't be something that his grandchildren you know, great, oh, great, I think grandchildren. Those would be the best. maybe we can you know you can have a, a part b on the sound story and <laughs> you know you gotta be 18 to enter <laughs> the redacted yes that's up to your family that's yes, up to your family yes, that's i'm gonna brilliant. give my kids all the outtakes of my failed ads yes that's yeah. what you're gonna do. yeah like you've got to you've got to <laughs> You have to be over eighteen yeah. to listen to no, this. No, you can't. You can't story. hear this. <laughs> oh, the, the grandpa says, "Me, you still rolling?" No, we're fine. So then he spills his guts, and we save it anyway. Yeah. Uh, go to yeah. mysoundstory.com. Promo code flashlight. Ten percent off a gift certificate. Again, flashlight at mysoundstory.com. Come on, Gramps. Come How on. Can't you, you, you look around to make sure nobody yeah. heard that. <laughs> Grandma was out of town, and I was a bachelor for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of the terminology he used wasn't quite uh, uh, 2023. Let's put little, it that way. Colorful? <laughs> yeah. I did zeros in sound Masonic. Okay. How old was he when he died? Mine? Yeah. Oh, one was in his 80s, um, and the other one was in his 90s. Okay, you're you're going to be all right. Oh yeah, they great stories. They were no, awesome. your your genes are good. Red uh, Red <laughs> pushed the old liver envelope so far. He made it as far as 70. <laughs> yeah, did the liver take a little beating? Yeah, I think so. All right.
that reminds George, me. George, what are you doing down there? I'm only I'm petting Grayson as the cat. Is I'm upstairs. five years older than my father when he died. You're five years older yeah. than your father was when he died. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're playing with house money right now. Yeah. You look all right. Yeah, I'm all right. You look all right. You look all right, Joe. <laughs> yeah, you might make it a couple more. I don't uh, know. Yeah. My grandfather died in his sleep at fifty. Never. That's never, way wow. too young. Never a good sign there. No. Hard. Really. Uh, yeah, he had a stroke. Wow. My dad's mom made it to 96. Why did the gals always make it so long? They got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have, they don't have as much fun. As they don't have as do. much stress as our, our lives. Right. So they oh, put together stress, banquets yeah. for right, family right. gatherings as we're sitting and watching football. <laughs> now they had that melded together rock candy. My dad yeah. asked me for old fashioned candy. That's what I, that I is. I find it. It, was, it wasn't I think the it's ribbon called stuff. ribbon. No, ribbon this one candy. had a wrapper. Really? Uh, well, like, uh, I got to go find it. I forgot about this. It's just hard candy, is. right? No, it's red and white. Yeah, it's hard candy. Oh, but uh, it's not the ribbon you think. I know that well, one. Candy cane, little candy cane balls. No. Candy balls. Candy cane balls. I'm looking up old fashioned. I, I used to hate, my mom would put out the, like the ribbon and the hard stuff, and then she'd put out soft stuff with stuff in the middle. I mean, it'd I be like hard, hard on the outside, but had yeah, I love those. That's what my dad's oh, I hated for. those. Hated oh, I love those. I like my dad's looking for that with the stuff. In you the know, middle. I've told you guys this before, but something I wish I would have had or kept. My dad's mom had a card shuffler. Oh, oh. cool! Here comes now, you the can story still, again. You can still get them, I suppose. That but this story, was, yeah. you know, 150 years old. Rookie, that sounds sort of reminded of me of this news report, I believe, in Florida. They tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Yeah. Couldn't get him. Couldn't That's get him on. Beautiful. Which, did you get an email from Stacy about Iceland? No. Well, if I did, I haven't seen it. You ain't seen it? I, I have I that in the news. Iceland is okay. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do that story. Stacy's been to Iceland and she might have been the very site of this erupting volcano. Not only is that volcano erupting, the Iceland, Icelandic air traffic controllers are threatening a strike. So that Why? is really going to mess up. And isn't hey. it close to a power plant? That nuclear power know. plant? There, yes. Is this I don't know if it's nuclear. I know it's a power Reykjavik. plant. Did you know that Iceland is very green? And Greenland is covered in Iceland. Is, Iceland you drive is on parkways. Basically park on parkways. Well, there's about 12 people there. Right, and that's because it. Eric the Red had a sense of humor. Yeah. Joe, there's a lot of card shufflers on eBay. I know, but this would have been Every day quite literally quite an answer. <laughs> I know. Doesn't that sound like it is? Ah, he's just a card shuffler. F I got that a guy. vintage shuff L card automatic card shuffler. You put vintage. the deck in there and turn the crank. Yep. You put the oh, the curly shuffle. When me and my friends go oh. out of town, we can't sit still, we can't sit down. We don't like to fight and we don't like to scuffle, but we dance all night to curly shuffle. Hey, Mo! Hey, Mo! Here you go, Joe. $14.99. Oh. 
I don't want one, John. I'm saying I wish what? I would have kept hers. Let's go in so on one with the, with the handle. It's got the handle, Joe. Let's go in on it. John, is it green? It's a vintage green. L.B. Culbertson card shuffler. Vintage green. Like a steel trap. Abby Colstead. Can we do the show? I mean, no. And should I go back to today's news when I do this, or should I go back to go back to today's news? <clears throat> okay. The block was always good, wasn't it? On pick two, when he yeah. Down, he would... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go here, Joe. Are you ready? Let's go here. This program. Let's go. All right, uh, Reavers has something here. Oh, I gotta pour some water in here. Pour some sugar. Well, it's time, isn't it? Time. For time, yeah. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Before we return to the John Height Newsroom, sponsored by North American Banking Company, let me tell you a little bit more about my bank, which is North American Banking Company. I made the switch from my big national bank. And they get it. They realize there's no shortage of banking options here in the Twin Cities. So if you are just like me and being tired of just a number to your big national bank, then check out my friends at North American Banking Company. You see, they first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. And while a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. They are also locally owned and operated. And this is big because that means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. So this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. So check them out online today nabankco.com that's nabankco.com to learn more north american banking company member fdic is an equal housing lender thank you chris not exactly a shock here in other news the 118th congress is on track to be one of the most unproductive in modern <laughs> united states history with just a couple dozen laws on the books at the close of 2023 according to data from data analytics firm quorum it's the product of not only, they say, a divided partisan control of Washington, but infighting within the House Republican majority. That included the three-week period this fall in which Congress was paralyzed because of Republicans' inability to find a replacement for ousted Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The big picture says just 20 bills have been passed by both chambers and signed into law this year, with another four currently awaiting President Biden's signature. That's far below even historically unproductive years. And uh, while it continues something uh, that's been going on for several years now, five of the most, uh, five of the six most unproductive first years have been since the year 2011. Well, we're going to end and we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. We have plans to build in, 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 in Angola, one of the largest solar plants in the world. I could go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. If you've seen this video, oh. you're gonna build that train all the way across the Time ocean, out. Joe. Um, did you see his reaction and the Secret Service reaction to that yes. Uh, yes. the crash? 
Yeah. yeah. They said they they rushed <clears throat> him into the car. No. First of no. all, he's walking like Frankenstein. <laughs> you know, he's all the way yeah. over. And yeah. it took yeah. them about five seconds to react and get him in the and car. And then the two guys kind of looked at each other. Should we do something? Hey, we, yeah. Matthew, we it, it seemed like they were giving uh, time to. Well, no, he's wait, over. I, I, well, yeah, we yeah, no, no, we can't say that. Right, Let's right, not say right, that. Right. But you know what I'm. Yes, you know exactly. what I'm thinking. Exactly. <laughs> what movie scene am I thinking of where the guy suddenly is facing about twelve guns pointed at him? What am I thinking of? Uh, oh, what you thinking Cowboys of? It movies. happened in the. Um, it was in Philadelphia. Yep. And it was. Um, oh, what was the name of the club? I can't remember the name of the club, but there was a young well, anyway, gentleman. The poor guy he was just that, a local thief. Yeah. And he was on the run and he went under a table. Okay. Okay. Looked over, popped his head out, and there was about 15 guns. And the gentleman inquired to the officers on hand uh, Is there a problem or an incident, officers? Is there a problem, officers? Yeah, problem, officers? Thank you. That's, I'm going to say yes. But the poor guy that ran into the motorcade, he was hammered. Right. He yeah. had no idea who these people were. Yeah. And the poor guy has about 12 machine guns pointed and at him. And he's going to go to prison. I thought, I thought Only Mary was... Morreality could intervene on that right. one. Yeah. I thought Biden was going to ask one of the Secret Service guys, hey, could you give me a boost up? I, I, what's going on over there? I, I can't see. Is that another ice cream <laughs> Let me get on your shoulders. As soon as he got in the car, you know what he said? Let me start off with two words. Yeah. Made in America. That's yes, right. sir. <laughs> if you've oh. seen this video or pictures, it's pretty amazing. Thrill seekers last night defying danger warnings and venturing near the site of a huge volcano eruption in Iceland, despite bubbling lava and smoke being spewed into Ooh. the sky. Astonishing pictures, including one of scores of cars queuing up to get close to the area, show people trying to witness all of this. It began around 2.4 miles from the town of Grindavik, just after 10 o'clock in the evening on Monday. It comes after a series of earthquakes forced thousands to be evacuated last month as the country declared a state of emergency and braced itself for the impending explosion. The footage last night captured Iceland's black night sky lit up in deep orange color. As molten rock flew into the air in spectacular scenes, which continued into the early hours of the morning. The eruption expected to continue decreasing in intensity, but that scientists have no idea how long it could last. However, despite the obvious dangers, the Ministry of the Environment was forced to issue repeated warnings to those who want to get close. Police said they had raised their alert level, and the country's civil defense warned the public not to approach the area while emergency personnel assess the situation. I think GL geologist Stacy has been to the site of that volcano. I believe you're correct. Now, what will that do to our climate? Yeah, I'm I'm looking um do we have a big cloud floating around? You would think so. I'm looking for There's it. There's so many words there. you could have used instead of spewed. I know. I know. Released uh I think John did that on purpose. No, no, John read it. It was it was written. John didn't it was, write it. He, it was, he was reading it was somebody. Else. I see. Yes. Hey, sometimes I write. Come on. Well, you don't <laughs> write spewing. New in well, I might you better not for a reason. <laughs> New insights into the medical mysteries behind dementia have been revealed this week with two studies identifying drivers of the brain degenerating condition. One study released in the journal General Psychiatry shows that the shortening of little caps at the end of chromosomes may be linked to increased dementia risk. Mm -hmm. And the other one that uh, probably affects more of us, published in the journal JAMA, reveals that spending more time sedentary, such as sitting down, may also 
increase your risk. Hmm. Paper says that researchers found that people aged over 60 who spend more than 10 hours a day engaging in sedentary behaviors, such as sitting, are at a higher risk of dementia compared with those who are sedentary for less time. That behavior, hmm. behavior, two hours a day doing a podcast. Behavior defined by the authors as any waking behavior characterized by a low energy expenditure while in a sitting or reclining posture. Mm. 13-year-old boy who was arrested and accused of planning a mass shooting at an Ohio synagogue for punishment will have to write a book report on a Swiss diplomat who saved thousands of Jewish people during World War II. Does that sound like it's going to help? I don't know. Nope. The teen who is not being named because of Did his Barry age. Did Barry Moriarty take this case on too? <laughs> teen who is not being named because of his age, charged with misdemeanor inducing panic and misdemeanor disorderly conduct after allegedly making a detailed plan to shoot members of Temple Israel in the city of Canton, Ohio. He allegedly shared the plan on Discord. That's an online chat platform that's been used by previous mass shooters. The Stark County Sheriff's Office learned of the plan in September, according to the Stark County Family Court. The teen pleaded true, which is the juvenile equivalent of guilty to all counts this past Friday. Stark County Family Court Judge Jim James gave the teen a year of probation, ordered that he read a book and then write a report about Swiss diplomat Karl Lutz, who saved more than 62,000 Hungarian Jews during World War II. Mr. Reavers. Um, go back a couple paragraphs. Did you just yeah. say an online chat forum for... School shooters? What? What? Well, no, it's the it's called Discord. It's an online chat. It's used for a lot of stuff, but that's where previous mass shooters have gone to state their plans, shall we say? Wow. I wouldn't mind a little cottage in Switzerland. You know what they should do with them? They should nice. drop them off like it's someplace neutral like, people. Yep. Drop them off at like Dachau or Treblinka or something like that. Make mm-hmm. them live there for a year or so. Maybe they could learn a little something, and that and that might help. I don't think writing a book is going to do anything for this kid. No. Uh, we had a broadcasting death yesterday. Did you guys hear about this? One, I one of my, not. Well, one I don't know, John. You haven't said it yet. Oh, was it my of, career? One of my fa- <laughs> 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 right. one, one of my favorites, actually, uh, Jim Ladd. Los really? Angeles Radio He's Staple. Be young. Went on to, well, no, we don't, well, <laughs> he was 75, I, I guess. I guess that's young, oh. Joe. Like, if I'm talking to you, that's young. Jim Ladd was I'm Los Angeles. 75. Well, Jim Ladd was a Los Angeles oh, yeah. radio staple who went on to champion rock music on Sirius XM's Deep Tracks, which is where I found him about 10 years ago. By the way, why it, is Deep Tracks no longer on satellite radio? It is. They moved it. It's channel 308 now. Oh, 308. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he also was the inspiration for Tom Petty's song, The Last DJ. Lad died Sunday at the age of 75 of a heart attack in his Los Angeles home. Uh, fellow radio veteran Meg Griffin, who hosted Deep Tracks and Lad's Play, shared the news with listeners last night, remembering him as someone who lived for the music. He was a fixture of Los Angeles rock radio in the 70s, beginning his career at KNAC before moving to KLOS and KMET and joining Sirius XM in 2011. Inspiration for Petty's 2002 song, The Last DJ, from the album of the same name about a disc jockey who stands up to radio station management to play what he wants. Tributes poured in last night on social media from musicians who knew him and from listeners during his various jobs in broadcasting. I can't picture him. Tall, lanky, and he had this kind of voice, and his favorite saying was, Lord have mercy. Really? Yeah. I'm thinking of somebody else. 
He was on every night until about six months ago. Thinking on, of Wolfman Jack. On no, I'm aware track. of who that is. Oh. Yeah. He was on Deep Tracks uh, starting at uh, from four to eight every night. Our time. I think Wolfman Jack, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he get blasted out of a big blower that was in Mexico? The, the antenna with, yeah. that was in Mexico. Yes. Oh, right. That big hundred thousand watt yeah, flamethrower. Just flame a giant flamethrower. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because they didn't have to deal with the FCC right. regulations. Yeah. yeah. Wall Street Journal reporting more Americans than ever now own stocks. About 58% of U.S. households own stocks in 2022, according to the Federal Reserve Survey of Consumer Finances released this fall. That's up from 53% in 2019, marks the highest household stock ownership rate recorded in the survey. The whole thing includes families holding individual shares directly and those owning stocks indirectly through funds, retirement accounts, or other managed accounts. How hard is it to jump on an international flight to the U.S. with no ticket and no passport? How hard is it? Yeah. Well, apparently it was easy for this guy. He uh, managed to do it last month after he passed through security at Copenhagen Airport in Denmark and flew on a Scandinavian Airlines flight to Los Angeles International, having only Russian and Israeli identification cards in his bag, no passport, and no ticket. Somebody was not paying attention, and there's going to be major fines and suspensions. It's right up your industry, isn't it? I haven't been briefed on this one, so I right. can't speak. <laughs> I think you have a meeting later today, don't you? Probably, well, possibly. No, maybe. efficiency was earlier today. How do you oh, that was meeting already, yeah. yeah. The man, Sergei Validomoranovich Ochiogava, spoke to federal law Swing enforcement. Swing a miss. <laughs> Close now. Spoke to federal law enforcement officers with the help of a Russian-speaking federal agent the day after his flight landed, and he was detained in Los Angeles on November 5th. But the interview only deepened the mystery. He told agents he had a Ph.D. in economics and marketing, had worked as an economist in Russia a long time ago. He said he had not slept in three days. He did not understand what was going on. He said he may have had a plane ticket at one point to the United States, but he wasn't sure, according to the affidavit. Mr. Ochigaba also said he did not remember how he got on the plane and mm. would not would not explain how or when he got to Copenhagen or what he was doing there, according to the affidavit. He was indicted by a federal grand jury last month on charge of being a stowaway on an aircraft, a felony that carries a maximum sentence of five years in prison. He has pleaded not guilty. How was a KGB spy? That's what he is. How He's was a, a wacky town like Los Angeles? So blessed. To have Vin Scully all those years. Sonny, all it's funny how years. things work out sometimes, especially that club where it would be, they'd be crazy. And then, and, and, and Chick Hearn too with the Lakers. Yeah. You know, all those years yeah. he was, you know, the night Sirhan Sirhan shot Robert F. Kennedy, you know, Scully was calling a game in Dodger Stadium. I remember the night the music died. That was down by the river. We were singing. Bye-bye. Miss American, bye. Thank you, John. And Candy Maldonado. Jeez. Okay. Thank you, John. Yeah, thanks. You're well, welcome. He also did a thing. He did football. He did, huh? yeah. What? He did some football. <laughs> you know anybody that ever flew on the Concord? 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 Oh, crap. My dad did. Earlier. Come on. Come on. Earlier in his career. Come on. He was a stowaway. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Bob is that on in the your Concord life stories book or whatever the hell my sound story. Right, you're gonna get one that will get down to about twelve <clears throat> minutes. Let's go. And that's the only way I'm going. What back if you to uh, what if you ordered the sound story for someone and about six minutes into it, and that's it. Yeah, Ooh, we're gonna we're gonna pull the plug on this one. Uh, <laughs> What's your favorite color? <laughs> What's your favorite color? You like blue. Uh, what kind of animal would you be if you were an animal? Mm-hmm. Uh, we should have Nikki Haley on the air. That's Nikki, my suggestion. Nikki, Nikki uh, which one of you crack fools will get her? Well, it's your show. Well, then do something and get her on the Let's fly. get her on. We got her. We're going to email her. I told you to call that Peckert yesterday, and none of you guys even... Excuse me. Listen, Peckert. The the uh, flag guy. He's a euphorian. We don't need him on. Drove my Chevy to the left. I forgot there was a football game last night, and then remembered at ten minutes to ten, and saw the best part. How about that wild game? Did you watch any of that? Yeah, I did. Your thoughts on the uh, the boys' performance? Still don't shoot enough. How about the T-Wolves? I did watch some of that. Just when you think Anthony Edwards might be just a real guy. That's a bad situation. And then you get the whole breakdown of the... Yep. Uh, he got some chick pregnant, apparently. Yep. And if he didn't, then why did he send her 100 grand? He, he did. I mean, alledgedly, but he... Yeah. Just but when I got, you but I, the thing just is, when the, you think. The, the people that are outraged by this. Have you heard? You think Bill, this is something new with professional athletes? No, I'm have not. Have you it's heard uh, Bill Burr's take on on this? No, it's it's the uh, it's the opposite of your your take. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. On Anthony Edwards? No, not just athletes and women in oh. general. I think it's in the contract that you get to do whatever you want. And the lengths that guys, athletes, have to go to to protect themselves, including removing all evidence. Well, didn't Justin Jefferson have a claim against him, but it turned out to be false? Yes. Well, there's a guy in desperate need of a court. They literally have to sterilize the room. God. What yeah, is he yeah, talking? Yeah. Why is he babbling on about this? <laughs> because the truth is what's really shocking. Yeah, I don't really yeah. want to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a problem we'll never have. No, I told Shut you. Shut you're either too ugly or you look too poor. <laughs> That's when we landed in New York and we went to the hotel in Manhattan and all the twins got their room keys. There were women in the lobby and then all of a sudden everybody was gone. It was just me and Royce standing there. Pat said, Such, we're either too ugly or we're too poor. <laughs> I said, Both. <laughs> Pat made some, you guys made some observations, huh? You made quite a few throughout life. One time, Pat and I oh, God. were the only two guys. Uh, this was at a hotel in Dallas. We had just covered a Twins-Rangers game. And it was, uh, who, who are those women that knock on the door and they sell cosmetics? And, Avon. Yeah, 
We were the only two guys in the in the bar full of Avon ladies. Oh boy, they were having a convention or something. Sure. And uh, who wore the hat that night? You was, would think that would change the uh, your your chances. Uh, <laughs> you might have some uh, opportunities there. No, Disco Danny Ford was in there too, and then uh, then he left. And uh, see you later. That's where that story ends. Copy. Isn't that the great Jim Palmer, Earl Weaver? Earl, I've been more loyal to you than my second wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, isn't that, wasn't that Disco Danny Ford? Or, or, or Jim Earl, 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 why the F are you walking Danny Ford? Because he yeah. thought it was. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what did he think it was? Bostock? He thought it was somebody who could run. No, hit. Or hit. Yeah. Heisel, maybe? Larry Heisel. Oh, it's Larry Heisel. He walks forward. Why are you walking forward? Earl, oh. why the F are you walking Danny Ford? <laughs> Earl jumps off the bench and what 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 did I just do? <laughs> uh, God, Earl. That's so great. Earl, Earl, I don't read Earl. Braille. I love that was his best line. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you write a letter to the league office, Earl? Don't think don't I think won't. I won't. Oh, balls. It's 131. I Rookie, won't. I still need something from you. What do Masonic. I need? All right. We ready? Sounds good. Rolling. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Christmas time, people start to be charitable. Isn't it too bad that people don't do that all year around? Well... I know an outfit that does. That's very charitable, 365 days a year. And you know who I'm going to talk about, Minnesota Masonic Charities, one of the leading grant makers in the state, including primary support for the U of M's Masonic Children's Hospital and the University of Minnesota Masonic Cancer Center. Both great institutions leading the fight against cancer with research on the causes, prevention, treatments, and cures and they're one of the leading cancer research institutes in the nation. That's something to brag about 365 days a year. Their research on the causes, prevention, detection, treatment of cancer, they've helped tens of thousands of people. Uh, I want you to learn more about them. You can at Minnesota Masonic Charities, mnmasoniccharities.org, mnmasoniccharities.org. They have a beautiful campus in Bloomington, and they have a wonderful story to tell all the doors are open. No funny handshakes. They want you to get uh, to get the message of what we're telling right now. They are charitable all year round. So do yourself a favor this time. You got some downtime uh, during the Christmas break. mnmasoniccharities.org. The super of the St. Paul schools is Joe Gothard. Yeah. I don't know him. Do you? Uh, my wife has met him. Well, but like a true super, he's never seen in public. Right. You know, you never see him in right. a restaurant never. or anything. Never. Well, he's nominated for Super of the Year, National Superintendent of the Year. Okay. St. Paul schools have a budget shortfall of $150 million. The kids are failing their test scores. They can't read at grade level. Just 25% of district students scored proficient on the state's math test last spring compared to 45% statewide. Among low-income students, those figures were 14% in St. Paul and 23% for the state. Uh, negotiations are underway with the union representing the teachers. They're negotiating a new contract as a pending $150 million budget shortfall looms in the upcoming school year. 
The finalists for the 2024 Super of the Year honor school system leaders throughout the country who are making a positive difference in the lives of the students they serve. Well, a kid got stabbed to death at Harding last year. Yep. Here's I've got I've got a a mole in the uh, school district. This is it's not what, my daughter. Tell me what a bad super would be. This is someone that works at the high school, so this is not my my this daughter. A, this is a trustworthy mole. Yes, it is. Uh, he, this gentleman is in the know. Uh, Wednesday, September twentieth. Two days of multiple bloody fights at Como spilled into the neighborhood, and someone got shot two times. Then a group of thirty were fighting at Washington. They suspect it is all related. Thursday the 21st, Mayor Carter started a new program called Innovative Solutions to help with crowd control at high school events. They show up unannounced, smelling like weed, and cause more problems than they are worth. Um, Monday, November 6th, the school district has added 44 school safety liaisons to replace the seven SROs. The district wants to add 10 more. Teacher at, this was last Thursday, teacher at Washington got knocked unconscious, breaking up a fight. Como High has had a couple of days of turmoil involved that involves students and parents. How does Gothard look himself in the mirror? I don't, I don't know. National Super of the Year for what? He's up against how, Martha. How bad were the other? I want to see, what's a bad super <laughs> like? How bad were the other nominees? You got... He's up against Martha Salazar Zamora from Tomball, Texas, Kimberly Rizzo Saunders from Peterborough, New Hampshire, and Fred Williams from Dublin, Georgia. Mm. Yeah, good luck to you. Yeah. Only because they come to us all the way. Now, Tom Lyman is in Minneapolis for 18 hours. Okay. He's going to attend a union Christmas party, which he has not attended since 2011 when he was still working remember then they did the, like you guys they did the they did the spreadsheet on the on the kitchen table and figured they had enough dough to travel the world okay. the traveling Lymans. on this day are you talking about december 19th brah in in 1836 maria louise sanford was born in saybrook connecticut an extraordinary and popular teacher sanford was appointed to the department of rhetoric at the u of m in 1880 after her retirement in 1909 she remained active speaking on educational and patriotic topics she died in 1922 i'm sorry in 1920 a statue of her sculpted by evelyn raymond represents the state in the statuary hall in Washington, D.C. Now, she could have been a candidate for the flag, except we couldn't have people. Right. right. On this day, one, two, one, nine. in 1906, Kuchiching County was established. Ojibwe and Cree people had long used the word Kuchiching to refer to multiple bodies of water, including the one eventually called Rainy Lake by Europeans and Americans. Give me a nice houseboat on Rainy. Kanebec, Candy Ojai, Kitson, and Kuchiching. Mm -hmm. Kuchiching are your K counties. Got it. On this day, uh, December 19th, in 1957, Governor Orville Freeman appointed L. Howard Bennett to a municipal judgeship in Minneapolis, making him the first African American judge appointed in Minnesota. Hmm. And on this day, uh, December 19th. In 1957, West St. Paul sociology teacher Glenn Holmquist, accused of slapping a, high, a student at a high school dance, was cleared of an assault charge by a municipal court. 
Holmquist's attorney said his client's action was justified as an attempt to maintain order and there should be more discipline instead of the wishy-washy <laughs> policy parents are advocating today. Wow. That was, uh, do the math, how long ago? What year? 1957. 66, because that's when I was born. 66 years ago, John cheated. People were already yeah. worried about the wishy-washy <laughs> discipline, but the guy got off because the judicial system still had some rational behavior. Wouldn't you love behavior. to take those people and plant them right here today and wow. give them a look at what's going on? So and Glenn, teacher Glenn, punched his wife. No, Glenn's at the dance and some kids acting up. God damn. <laughs> A blackout drunk and beat his kids. Get out of here. <laughs> Dog. Big Crosby style. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Today, the guy would have been, oh. uh, well, it depends if Mary got a hold of him or not. <laughs> no, I don't know. Thank you, UGLers. Um, before Rookie closes us out, yeah. Brian Matura emailed on a topic we discussed earlier, Reeves. The last time Ricey filled in for Joe, I remember it clearly. About 20 years ago on AM 1500, he complained that the opening theme needed updating, and he also did an entire story about mocha latte, but pronounced it matcha lata. <laughs> I like matcha lata. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't drink coffee. He doesn't. He doesn't. Pat, Pat, you don't drink coffee. Doesn't that sounds like a Santana song, doesn't it? Machalada. Machalada. He played that at Woodstock, but he was tripping. I have a tyrant. I don't drink coffee, but if I did, I would drink machalada. Machalada. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, and you gotta have a. Oi! <laughs> Oi! Hey, uh, Dundee Vash there, amigo. Uh, where are you going? Feliz Navidad. Hey, hey, hey. Feliz blah, blah, blah. <laughs> wow. It's a great Christmas present. I don't, it's not, is it too late? I don't know if it's too late. For to cancel what? Christmas? Not to cancel Christmas! Oh, no, give the gift to GL. Yes. Absolutely, it's still plenty of time. You can do that. You just give him a card and tell him you're going to do it. Garage Logic Town Council, garagelogic.com. That's Ten cheap. That's month. cheap entertainment. That's yes. cheap entertainment. Yes. Yes. By the way, did we get the news? Did we, we have enough oil for day eight? The Festival of Lights. Yes, we do. Yes. We were nervous for a while. You were. Yes. I would approach people at the airport that have I haven't the, uh, bought the roommate a present yet. Yamaka and ask, how's day six? I thought you were getting steak knives. Or wait, wasn't it knives? Yes. Get those vibrating socks. Hey. <laughs> did I tell them? Oh, yeah, obviously I yeah, did you tell did. you. That's the best line she ever had. Yeah. Okay. I have a two o'clock safety meeting, so I got to bolt. Jim's kind of like one. Matcha lata. Are you in charge of safety? I'm not, but, but I, if I was, I am on the safety <laughs> committee. So right now we will review. Um, uh, Bernice fell down the escalator oh. and hurt her shin, and there was a safety report. Uh, where are we with that? Oh, we're uh, let's go green and close or yellow and 
put it on the side, or it's red, and that needs immediate attention. <laughs> Bernice falling down the escalator, which they, they do left in. I don't know. Old people, do not use the escalator. Just take the elevator. I watched, it, wasn't, it wasn't an MSP, huh? but confusing? I yeah. remember so watching a guy. What airport was I at? Matthew, I saw a friend of yours on the freeway. Who? Jay? The guy that wanted to borrow your... Um, Truck. Thomas? Thomas. I saw him on the freeway when I was going in um, last week when I was there. Um, I could tell it was Thomas because he was in a pickup, and the back was full of stuff that was in somebody's living room. And it looked like the truck had been loaded while it was sitting on the street. And Thomas is in the third floor in an apartment building, <laughs> okay. shoving the shit out the yes. window. I yes. see so many trucks like that. <laughs> yes, I really that do. probably was him. And he threw a strap over it. And I think at one point the strap was connected to something under the truck box. And, like it, yes. But, but it, it came caught. unhooked. Yeah. So the the... The cla the uh, part that you crank on to the it's just a flap doing banging, jumping jacks on the uh, street banging against the side of the pickup. No, box. it was banging, banging, banging. banging. Uh, yeah, he um he would exactly do something like that. I have never seen a more improperly loaded truck in my life. There was no rhyme or reason. To I wasn't it. there to witness it. Uh, but I saw his wife, Dantel, at the airport, and um, we're going to go out for beer, uh, the four of us, whatever. And then she said, uh, you, I wish you could have seen Thomas's reaction to learning about Matthew selling his company and the number. What? That? Oh, we are going to go out with him a lot now. We're going we to be best friends. <laughs> it was just, he went on about like a 10 I haven't seen Thomas for months. I see Dantel, but he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to be Did best like friends. We go, yeah, we're going we go to go to Man City. Well, wait a minute. We're going to go to Manny. <laughs> wait a minute. You attended his wedding, didn't you? Yeah, but that was two years ago. Oh. Well, he, he came out, Dantel and Thomas, yeah. And he had the top hat, yeah. and he had the cane, yeah. and all the all this shit going he on. He looked like the guy from the Monopoly game. Uh, however, the night before at the, or two nights or one night before at the party they have, which I did not go to, I have been invited to the barbecue, but I just wasn't invited that night. Um, he sprained his ankle coming home, like tripping on like the recliner because he was so bleeped up. So he gets all this top, you know, putting on the hit stuff, and then he's got the shoe. He's got the big shoe the for big the wedding. Shoe. Yeah, he's got the big effing shoe. So he can't even do the, hello, my honey, hello, my baby. He just goes, I think I, I could be best friends with oh, him. Yeah, he's, Easy. he's the greatest. He is the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to Manny's. Yeah. Man oh, we're going to be best buddy now. <laughs> he my son. He my son. Oh, my, oh God. my God. How do you know? I, I still think love Thomas should be a cast member on this show. I still <laughs> he, would right in. he would be, uh, he's. The uh, fact he that has you conservative leanings, but he's not a trumper. The fact that you couldn't convince him that you weren't the undercover boss yeah. is what makes me yeah. laugh. Yes. From day one, I was suspect. Yeah. I know, I know you. You undercover boss. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know. You got the look. <laughs> you got the look. I'm pushing wheelchairs next to you as you're. But that's equal. what the undercover yeah. boss does. Yeah. 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 That's all the front. <laughs> Hey, you ever been to a black wedding? <laughs> That's what he said. He, we got invited. You going to the wedding? You ever been to a black wedding? Like, no. 
They, oh. Did he tell you to leave your Trump hat at home or something? <laughs> Did he say? He, 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 when he found out I was a Trumper. Well, you're not a Trumper. No, no. This was early on. This was before we knew he was yeah. a bad guy. Um, <clears throat> oh, I know you voted for Trump. Yeah, that, I think that's what it, that yeah. was what it was after. I know you voted. And I just smiled. <laughs> See, I knew it. But he's conservative, too. He's not a, he's not a far lefty. <laughs> Where does he live? North Minneapolis? Uh, they uh, moved to Farmington about a year Farmington. ago. Farmington? Yeah. Ooh, that's a haul. Yeah, they got they got a good deal on it. From house. the airport, though, it's not that. Well, oh, he, doesn't work, he doesn't work at the airport, though. You work at the bus. It's just, I just can't picture him. <laughs> I, used to give him I used to give him so much credit. I'm like, I cannot picture you as a bus. He was a bus driver, and then he was a coin emptier, and now he's a supervisor, manager, and... But uh, as a bus driver, it just, he is so opinionated and doesn't keep his mouth shut. I just, I don't know. Oh, how all I, the weirdos he must have seen walking on that yeah, bus. You, and he and he's the guy that would comment, why are you wearing a scarf on your head? Yeah. <laughs> or he I just, just, why you have a mask on? Or why I you just hear him, nose? I hear him going, somebody getting on the bus and him going, oh, hell no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thomas. All right, I'm out. All right. Uh, I need to borrow your truck. Yeah, Thomas, that's not going to freaking happen. <laughs> Dismantling the door frames to get crap into his house. His brand new used fridge. Yes. <laughs> Thomas, I thought you bought a new fridge. Yeah, but it got scuffed up coming around the corner. <laughs> Poor Dantel. She's going right to heaven. Joe, I'm ready for you. Yeah. Uh, All right. See you, bros. Yeah. See you, Eric. Ready for you. We have a new state flag that's even more meaningless than the new state flag we had the day before. <laughs> Got it. Elk River School Board members hassled for being conservative. Okay. School board member in Virginia takes oath on a stack of pornographic books. Why did it spell Virginia, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reeves, do you need these? I think I turned them in already. School board member in Virginia takes oath on stack of pornographic books. John Hyde News. Poor. John, who is Kevin Williamson? Uh, he's a apparently a conservative writer who uh, writes columns for the Wall Street Journal and other other. I don't think uh, I've read him before. That's he's come up, I don't I don't remember seeing him, but I did. I ordered a book of his columns after I read that one Saturday. Yeah, I haven't gotten it yet though. Didn't he so. come up on this show once? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Hmm. John, did you send me news stories? I did, sir. Thank you. You're mostly welcome. Huh? Oh, there it is. Wow. It didn't even go to my spam. Hey, really? Moving I'll up in the this, world. Though, I actually like the, the, the latest flag more than I liked the one yesterday. There's, there's if nothing I had, to like. If I had to pick between the two, I like this one better than the one yesterday. Okay. <laughs> I just want that noted. 
I'm, I'm going to note that. I'm going to note, note that. I want that yeah. noted. I want that officially written down. Ooh. No, you did not. What's this? Oh, the Ginny's chocolates have come. I get Kenny's and John's. Where were they? <laughs> Where were they, Matt? Boys, Joseph, okay. they just were delivered. I don't even have a mailbox. No, they. Yeah, yeah, you do. We all have one here now. Didn't I show oh. it to you the other day when you were here? John, you get that? What? Hey, of the my the wife will kick you in the baby maker if you steal those candies. <laughs> she uh, Ooh, she a. asked Olson. me. She asked yeah, me every year about those. Here? You and Ooh. John. The two independent contractors have been officially. Hey, take mine. No, I, no, it's not. A... Uh-oh. We don't get them anymore, Kenny. Hey, oh. here, you can have all this chocolate. Well, wait, you're an employee, aren't you? Dark chocolate. No. Yeah. Are you an employee because of yeah. traffic? Yeah. Pretty good. You're already eating them? I ain't wasting time. I gotta stop eating sweets. I know. Oh God. Well. Tomorrow. <laughs> what did he say? He just made he me. Bet, he bet you'll get yours tomorrow. <laughs> oh. Oh, I and see. So I, I did get some. Size. Right. I did get some, but they're gone now. Is what well, he's trying to tell. Mine if you want them. Yeah. Secondhand candy. She must have brought him in during the show. All that gift pack, by the way, included beef sticks, but I ate those. They were really good. That's right. Tom brought a bunch of jerky. No, you ate was, it all. That was yesterday. Yeah, I did. That was yesterday. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a piece of beef jerky. What? Nope. Really? I wouldn't buy food at a gas station unless it's Quick Trip. Well, beef well, jerky. You can, you can buy it in the grocery store. I mean, I don't know anything about it. You advertise that. a place that sells beef jerky. Well, I think Grunt offers jerky. Yeah, Grunt offers. Yeah, yeah, they got great jerky. They have really good That's jerky. what we had yesterday, the sweet and heat. So that's not spicy. Oh, yeah. Well, sweet and heat. <laughs> it's very spicy. In fact, it's my favorite kind. That's why I woofed it down. What's it made out of? Meat. Uh, <laughs> I, I know that. Is it beef? <laughs> Well, they, I think they have both, Joe. I think they have beef and turkey, sweet oh. and sweet meat. Because the sweet meat I had was turkey. Bye, Kenny. Kenny's long gone. Kenny, leave us. Mm-hmm. Gone, gone, gone. Yeah, I got gone. a note from Ross that says, things I love to have. He wants... <laughs> hell does he want here he wants a christmas and a new year's submission for the council oh yeah you hear that council and he wants a sentence for christmas day on social media and a sentence for new year's eve or new year's day on social media okay i can do that do you do that i think i have to We got the band concert tonight. Well, like like sixth, I told you, we had ours last night for the sixth three-year-old. grade. Boy, is it going to be awful! Well, by sixth grade, though, they should be able to do a song. Um, I've been monitoring William's progress playing the trumpet Not from afar. <laughs> um, picture the sound 
of a cat being run over oh, God. from a distance. Ooh. That's not good. His timing's okay. It's just the uh when he's trying to play a C, it's more of an A sharp. Yeah. But me and his brother will be there to mock him thoroughly. Because that's what we do best. Don't mock him. Encourage him. No wonder hey, musicians John, don't how exist do I listen anymore. To, how do I listen to Dylan's new stuff? Did you click on it? Yeah. Just a minute. Let me get my phone. It should go right to Bandcamp. This one time? This one time in yeah. Bandcamp. John, I'm not leaving. I'm just going to go get something. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> well, then you're leaving. <laughs> Twitter. I thought I had it as a text. I have to go to the to Twitter to find it. Um, yeah. What's Twitter Did, name. Uh, uh, P R O D. Period. Just a minute. Well, yours would be easier. What's yours? Uh, mine is. <laughs> I don't know, Mister. If you just put Dylan Height, I think his will come. Call the council too, Mike. So mind your manners. I see that. Well, I got Dylan right here. Yeah, it, it should pop right up. All right. And then he posted something, and if you click on it, well, no, see, nothing's coming up at all. Did you click on "Produced by Lost Gold"? 